But it is what is up. What is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Uh, purple bling bling, y'all. Remember that purple bling bling from a game we never play anymore. Thank you. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 211, the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? A.k.a. Xbox Lover. I wouldn't say that, but... but, (laughs) What did uh, did Goonie say we should mention? We will... We will, yeah, he said because I, I we're talk about it more in our in in the news, uh, but we watched the uh, the Xbox Bethesda showcase, and uh, there's a couple of games. I was like, okay, I might have to turn my stuff on for this. So, but but we'll uh, we'll talk about that more um, uh, later on in the show. But yeah, um, let's see. So yeah, you you never know. You never ever know. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, that's me. Happy to be here. Happy to talk to all you fantastical, magical people. So, All right. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> but you might also know good him mood. as a food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. It's going. Hey, not bad, not bad. Everything is great. Uh, you know, E3 week. I usually take a week off from work, and I am off work. Thank God. So we'll have to see <laughs> what I do on my week. You know, get everything done. Play PlayStation VR two. You know, clean up everything. Move my desk. Get everything set up the way I want, or just play games and not do anything and worry about it later. But yeah, we'll see. So. <laughs> uh, I mean. Who knows what this man's going to do, yo? When no. you're on time off, it's your prerogative. That's right. You got it. Yeah, I was do like thinking, okay. I, you know, I started my vacation. Guess what I did? I worked four hours at overtime, and then I went and, um, you know, went to watch a baseball game and drank beer. So, yeah. Hey, I'm just supposed to do, right? You got it. Footlong hot dogs, beer, you name it. Popcorn up the yay yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, we're super happy, folks. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, as usual, folks, our first topic on the docket, as always, is going to be the playlist. All right, uh, Jabroni Chief, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing? Uh, I've been kind of busy uh, since we last recorded in a proper show, and uh, so I went to Las Vegas with my friends Nick and Dom on here and so i did get so some you play casinos <laughs> uh casino yeah i play crappy slots in in like lost 80 bucks or mm. i think 100 bucks maybe i don't know i forget mm. you know it's so so easy just to throw a 20 into a machine and sit there for five minutes and, and realize oh i have no more credits okay <laughs> thing so <laughs> That's the I, was, I was looking for the konami machines you know they, they do have konami machines at some casinos but 
you know, unfortunately, they're not like, you know, cross promoted with their IP because that's Konami for you. It's like, you know, I, I would definitely put put a 20 into the Bomberman, you know, uh, slot machine, but there's no Bomberman slot machine, unfortunately. So on that'd be kind of cool. If it, was. it would be it would be awesome. I, I would I would definitely take a look at that. So uh, the, there was an arcade, though, in the in the. Um, casino that we stayed at at the horseshoe and so we kind of went in there I, t- I saw what they had in there and um they had some cool games uh, some games i haven't even heard of they had a sega mission impossible game uh that was pretty recent they had also a house of a recent house of the dead game where you know i think you were, were like busting out uzis or some crap on there oh damn so uh, but uh i wound up i used my steam deck for a little bit you know, I played some Legend of Heroes Trails from the Sky and got further along in the game. You know, I want to use my Steam Deck more. I see everyone in Crucial Chase and others in the Discord. You know, Alberco, I know you use your Steam Deck quite a bit. And um, that's something where, you know, I kind of enjoyed having it uh, available to me, especially on the go and all that kind of thing. So, so, uh, but as far as Vegas, though, we did wind up going to the Pinball Hall of Fame. And so it's my first time there. And my overall impressions, it's kind of mid, you know, I'm thinking because I went in there and a lot of the machines were broken on there. I would say about mm, about 30 percent, maybe 35 percent of the machines weren't working on there. And the machines that actually were up and available um, were in kind of various states of disrepair or, you know, um, obviously I've seen the best of, you know, best days prior but uh, as far as games i played there um i played um the original mario brothers in that cabinet and i have not played that original mario brothers in a long long time since video pinball days so i enjoyed playing that i played a sega racing game called hummer hummer uh, hummer like yeah just like driving just a hummer like, yeah you're driving a hummer yeah and it's just okay. like i never seen this game before i think it came out in 2011 or 2012 and i never heard of it hmm. because i haven't been really following arcades but uh, it kind of reminded me of if you cross Daytona and Burnout, you imagine that. So wow. it's like, uh, yeah, you were like crashing in the crap on the uh, course to get boost on there. And you were like boosting everywhere. And you had to actually um, aim your truck once you go for these jumps as far as to making sure that you uh, hit the brake and then hit the get, uh, pedal again as far as hitting the accelerator to make sure you get a good landing on your jumps and stuff. So. You know, it's kind of refreshing to see that. And, of course, play pinball. Uh, you know, one thing that they did have is some of the more recent Stern uh, tables there. So I played um, the new Foo Fighters pinball machine, which was okay on there. A um, couple of James Bond um, tables on there. And then I played the Iron Maiden uh, pinball machine for the first time, too. So, you know, Kind of enjoyed that. Kind of took it old school too. Played some, the old Playboy, um, you know, Williams cabinet. So, so overall, good time there. Good time there. Um, enjoyed my Vegas trip. On there, we went to a uh, noted uh, game store too on our journeys. And uh, sorry, I don't have the name of it off the top, but it's kind of you know was able to you know see what going prices is for some of retro games out there and they had a number of games slabbed and graded on here in the hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars at that store 
it's like kind of ridiculous to see that slab games are just like you know uh so much in value you know just seeing it in person for the first time it's like oh i got that that's in my collection i don't have it sealed i don't have a slab but you know it's like you know it's like you seeing the dollar signs roll in the back of your head or something you know so but uh overall good trip on there enjoy myself um i also went and I went with a couple people from work, including Goonie, over to the local Dave and Buster's. This is the first time I've been to the local Dave and Buster's here in Fresno on here. And um, I played um, a particular Space Invaders game that was kind of cool. It was uh, by Raw Thrills on here. Uh, and um, I'm going to get the name of it right here real quick. But you basically sat down and you just... I, Aimed. It's called Space Invaders Frenzy, and I've, I've, it was kind of a good time on there. So you kind of just uh, sit down, get uh, uh, like a gun, like Gunblade New York, if you ever played that, or uh, games of that look. You just got this giant machine gun, and you're basically shooting a reticle on a old-school Space Invaders board on there. It kind of reminded me a bit of... Uh, uh, something like uh, if you remember playing Space Invaders Extreme uh, like a few years ago, it kind of reminds me of that just taken to the nth degree, like the 10th level, you know, on there, mm-hmm. just frantic shooting action. So I think that's something you might like, Kev. I'm not sure if you're down to go to Dave and Buster's to experience, you know, modern arcades or not. But I've been to Dave and Buster's before and I don't need to go again. Got it. Mm. Yeah, it, it's uh yeah, like 80% of the cabinets there are mobile games. Like, literally games you can download on your tablet or your phone and play, and they're charging you money. No, I'm not, I'm good on that. <laughs> now, I, also, I also played the Halo arcade game, which I've never, you know, I've seen before, but never really played too much. And they made kind of Halo into a... Uh, Kind of almost like a, uh, a light gun game on here is Halo Fire Team Raven on there. So kind of seemed like it was it was decent, you know, nothing to worry. I think I put three or four credits in the machine. And after that, it's like, uh, you're like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Yeah. And then I finally I've never played it, but uh, Mario Kart Arcade, which uh, is from Namco. And so um, kind of a cool time playing in a sit down cabinet, you know, so. You know, I also play Hungry Hungry Hippos, but that's not construed as a video game necessarily. So, <laughs> you know, I got to sit down and and tweak my yellow hippo to victory. So, yeah, Hungry Hungry Hippo. You know, if if they them. had better food, it would I wouldn't mind going. But yeah, Dave and Buster's. I went to a I think it was I think um, the homie Damon invited me to a party for a co-worker uh and uh that's when i went and like they had like the spider-man runner and i'm looking at this stuff and i'm 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 literally i whipped out my phone and i'm literally looking up the names of this stuff in the apples in the apple app store same damn game mm-hmm. <laughs> same game i'm like okay so they're charging you money to play stuff that you can literally download the free gotcha game on your phone. I'm like, oh no, this this is what arcades have come to. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, a one that like a... Hurt, it hurt my heart. It hurt my heart. 
they had, they had a big cruising machine too. The latest one that came out on uh, on Switch. On yeah, the, so. and you know what? Damon won the race and did not get a free play. What? Yes, Damon won mm-hmm. that a race. Came in first, finished the game, did not get a free play. Uh, usually with those games, once you do multiplayer, that's it. Once once the race is over, you're done. You're I'm done, like, even nah, if you I'm win. Good. I'm mm-hmm. good on that. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, but other things I did play outside of arcades and traveling and all this other stuff, still the usual stuff, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I'm still kind of chipping away at that, not as much as I uh, have been in the last couple weeks, uh, just because of the travel and whatnot. I'm up to Master Rank 4 now on here so i'm you know if i find that i'm getting squishy a bit with the new uh um map that's opened on there the citadel so i am looking to uh try to get to the next set i want to build towards and i want to just keep hammering away not hammer with the hammer but (laughs) keeping pegging away with the long sword on there so and then uh, last but not least, and uh, this is probably a game that Des has been has been main, mainly playing since we last recorded, is going to be Diablo 4. So, yep, yep. Got enough to play. I'm playing um, not the Barbarian like I planned on it, but um, what's I'm, the play, I'm playing the Druid on there. So yeah, he's, he's he's trying something different. Um, I think either honestly, I think either either one of those. Um, would work for for your play style you know it just really depends on which one you think is um is best for you is best for you personally yeah and i think i do think that you like them both i think the druid is very similar to the barbarian just with some extra abilities being added so he was like a magic barbarian yeah pretty much yeah so and I, you know, as much as I played, I have not played, I'm still in the um, introductory area still, and think I'm level six, so I haven't really played too, too much, you know, so, but looking to kind of pound through and get in, you know, uh, play the game some more, especially with my week off coming up, I'll see how I allocate my time as far as playing this, that, and the other thing. So how how's uh, Diablo 4 been for you? It's been your main tentpole, right, Kit? Right, Des? Sorry. I've been loving it. I've been loving it 100%. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I I um, have been playing it a lot with uh, Christian um, and uh, Ace Black has been uh, he's been jumping in, and the cross game um, functionality is fantastic. You literally can just uh, he's on uh, Xbox actually, so he's playing on Xbox. Uh, funny story. His uh, his wife got it for him for Christmas, and I guess he wanted to he wanted to have it for um, uh, for uh, PlayStation, PlayStation. Uh, Five. But his his wife, you know, got it for the Xbox. So it's like, oh, you know, and we're like, it's the thought that counts. And he's like, yeah. But but anyway, the um, the the cross functionality of the game is is superb. It uh, hardly any hardly any if any. Uh, slow down when you are uh, walking and talking with people and and fighting. Um, very seamless. You actually, we found out uh, that you can actually, you don't need to use Discord. Actually, uh, the Diablo in-game, um, the Diablo in-game uh, sound is um, is con- you can also connect via in in-game. 
uh, to multiple people. So you don't need Discord to in order to talk to people. So that was something interesting that we that we had uh, that we found out. So you can just get into a party and you can talk to people. However, that is just the people that you're within the party with. So so you can't you know talk to like all your friends or or anything outside of the party. So you you you're either in the party or not in the party. So I think that's a really good uh, thing that that uh blizzard put in into effect i think it really helps people um kind of connect and i'm glad that that we have come so far that we're able to allow people to to be on different be on different uh, platforms and still play the same game so i'm i'm really happy about that um as far as the gameplay um i'm really i'm really enjoying it i think this is uh, a 100 percent you know, step up from Diablo three. Uh, I expect you're probably not going to see anything else about any other games uh, for a while. By that, I mean, you know, this is going to be uh, Blizzard's, you know, big game for a while. I, I expect us to see a few content, you know, updates. They already, they already did a, um, a balance where they, where they um, nerfed a couple of, nerfed a couple of characters um and buffed a couple of characters there were more nerfs than buffs but um which is kind of weird um because there's no maybe they're doing it for the pvp content that's going to come later but um i'm always of the ilk if if it's your game you know play that you want to play you know and if you want to you know go in there and, and destroy content then then far be it for me to stop you but but again, I, I think that they want people to to actually, um, you know, have some kind of difficulty. I guess some people were, you know, the speedrunners and everyone and had to go in and beat it super quick. And um, I guess they were doing a contest. The first thousand people to reach like level 100 or something uh, got onto a plaque that's going to be at the uh, Blizzard headquarters or something. Um, so I guess some people were, was, were doing that. So... I'm just kind of like, well, okay, <laughs> if you want to do that, that's fine. I'm not a speedrunner, um, so I let that go. But I do believe that uh, I've played every character to at least level ten, um, which is a good, which is a good way to see what's what's what and how people play. I think every every character has multiple different play styles. The rogue has a ranged uh, style as well as an up close melee style. Um, mage has you know various different uh elements the sorceress has various different elements fire lightning and uh uh uh, ice and uh each one has something different that you can play or or a different play style and i just like how the dungeon is is doing i like that it's they still kept the chapter um the, the 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 arcs but there's only three and uh the story is I don't want to say relatively quick, but you can, you know, you're expected to beat it at around level 30 to 35. Um, but your mileage may vary depending on how many side quests that you do. So, again, every character is different. I think the uh, the way the graphics look is 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 fantastic. It's just a really good you know, uh, top-down, you know, CRPG, action RPG, or ARPG. And I, I, I think this is, you know, I think the look of it looks good. It has a little bit more of a gritty grime-ness to it, whereas Diablo 2 was very, 
you know, hyper colored and neon and stuff. This is much more um dirty and gritty and and it just it just looks really good. Um a lot more of the colors are muted, um a lot more browns um and greens and stuff. So I think the I think the the immersion is pretty good. Story wise, uh it's interesting. Um Lilith is back, if you saw anything, Lilith is back and so there's you know, she's I think she's a mother who wants to save her kids, you know, so but the way to do that is she's trying to make all her kids become evil <laughs> or something, you know, to rebel against the heavens, I guess. I don't know. So uh, that seems to be where the narrative is going. Um, but I'm interested to see uh, where the narrative goes, because I'm going to I'm definitely going to be beating the game um, to see uh, what happens. I don't know what's going to happen afterwards by that i i don't mean how long i'm gonna i play it after i beat it uh this has definitely been my my uh quote-unquote monster hunter killer so to speak um because i'm not really playing monster hunter anymore uh because of this so um we'll see how long how long this lasts again i am not i am not uh at all um bored with the content that i'm playing so far and i think that it is just hard enough uh to be to be enjoyable like just hard enough to like not be super super um easy but just uh hard enough to be um you know enjoyable so um great game if you don't own it I think you should buy it and at least try it. Um, if you're on the fence on it, um, wait. There's no reason why you 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 can't wait. This game is not going anywhere. Uh, pick it up on the sale when they release all of the super the greatest items that's going to be on it. That's fine too. But I do think that everyone should at least try the game. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I do think that I do think that you'll enjoy your your time with it. You know, this this feels like a much more adult version not that diablo 3 wasn't adult it just feels like this is a much more you know adult version of diablo and i really i really appreciate that so um, if you uh pick it up and you'll be able to play with us so yeah yeah we we play pretty much daily you know we have we have our own we have our own group uh we are uh gaming the gate we have our own clan it's gaming vessels clan so if you want to be a part of it you know definitely come up and you know join us and you know we play casually and hang out and it's just a lot of fun so you know definitely uh definitely take check it out i think i, I think you'll like it I, I do think that you'll like it so but that's really all that i have been playing because i just haven't had the urge to play anything else so this is this is you know that's the, that's the game you know that's the game so uh kev uh have you been playing anything or did you already go no i haven't gone yet um so i've been playing a little bit of monster hunter but i'm not really going to talk about that because uh it's been talk- <laughs> talked about it to death already Mm-hmm. But what I did get a chance to go into was Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah. Um, uh, this game reminds me that I'm old, oh. uh, like, or getting old. Um, 
when you boot it up, it, it's it, it's like it's one it. This is this is Gen Z's fighting game. Okay, from a presentation standpoint, it's like you start the game and I'm expecting to just go, okay, like typical fighting game. Here's the menu. Start start the story. Start the arcade training mode. You know, all this stuff that's like front and center. Well, no, you don't get that. First thing you do, first thing you get is you get Luke giving you this uh, soliloquy about what power is that I'm sure you can skip it. But I I was like okay um, let me let me see where this is going so I go through that and then there's they bring you to this title screen where you can go to uh, story mode or adventure mode I, they call it something different it, the the name escapes me uh, then there is the online mode. And but there was a third option on the far right hand side of the screen that was darkened. That was actually the training mode. I didn't see that. I just saw the first two modes because those were the only ones that are highlight were highlighted. So I didn't even think to go one more space to get to the mode that I wanted to get to. So I'm thinking, all right, well, the training mode has got to be in one of these two modes. So I go into their equivalent of story mode <laughs> and you get the you get the option to import if you created an avatar during one of the uh, uh, beta tests, you can just import that. So I did. I, I think I went in. I changed a couple of things. I gave I gave him my character, a cyborg guy and a Akuma eye. I think that's the only thing I changed and just went into the story mode a little bit. I wasn't too enthused because I, what I've seen of that, I mean, it's something that I'm never going to play. I, I didn't buy Street Fighter Six to to run around and and do that stuff. It, that is that is definitely it is definitely for the Fortnite folk. Um, and there's a, you, you come into this training room. And Luke is the coach, and he's he walks. She starts walking you through the basics, like okay, walk toward me. And you walk toward him, and then he says, okay, now you see all these uh, waypoints. Uh, I want you to walk to them or run to them, we'll run through all of them, and then come back and we'll and we'll continue on. And I got to that point. I'm like, you know what? I can already see where this is going. It's like everybody looks like a Fortnite character that's not like a Street Fighter character. And I'm like, okay, I've already lost interest in this. Let me get out of here. So <laughs> I I escaped back to the to what I to the main menu, and I'm like, okay, just take me to the training mode. I, I, that's what I want to see. So then I go into the hub, the hub mode, and I say, well, okay, the the hub must be where the training mode is. Uh, it's like, um, so let me go there. So you go to the hub mode, and uh, it 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 is straight out of. It's like if Fortnite and uh, what's that other one, that other hero shooter game. Uh, 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 it's Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch is like if Fortnite and Overwatch had a baby, 
it 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 would be that it, it's just every is you're you're in like this cyber like world and uh they have some some weird freakazoid who's talking to me it's like okay i get that you're pushing for this diversity and inclusion stuff but just put poison as a spokesperson and 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 be done with it this guy it whatever just i mean oh my gosh it's just weird and so they it's mm. he so he's taking you all over the place and like and this is where you this is where you get your new gear and it's like it's like this is like strawberry shortcake dress up type stuff you know and this is where you buy your new and I like your hot kicks and you know you you can get your 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 I'm like oh my gosh this this is just ridiculous. So I just skipped past him until he went away. And then I'm I'm running around this this world trying to get tr- still trying to find the training mode. <laughs> mm. And I don't see it. And I see everything that I don't want to see it, 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 which is like go go to the PlayStation store and buy coins so you can buy this gear for your for your avatar. They did have one one area that was kind of dope where you could play like uh, like old school Capcom games, and I think that's supposed to change periodically. Like they had Volgus. Oh yeah, they had, I remember that. Uh, they the, had the one previous. of the Alphas running. They had Final Fight, and I think they had uh, either Street Fighter, the original Street Fighter, or Street Fighter Two running in on one of the other uh, cabinets. And it's like, okay, I guess I could sit down in it, but I, you know, again, I'm just trying to find the training mode. So I exit out of that and I'm back at the main screen and it's like, I don't see where, just show me where you go to train, to learn a character. And I finally pushed further to the right and it's like, oh, there's a training hub. And it's like, oh gosh. I felt stupid wasting all that time with those, those other two modes. But once I finally got in there, uh, you can select a character. And this is where the core of the game really comes through. Because this has got to be one of the most in-depth training modes for a fighting game I've ever seen. Like before, with with other games, with prior games... Every little thing that you were trying to figure out how to overcome, like maybe you're trying to, like let's say maybe you're trying to figure out how to how to do figure out your anti airs with your character. Well, that and a whole bunch of other common things that you uh, common things that you might be interested in overcoming are already presets in the training mode. So all you do is select what it is that you want to try and deal with or want to learn how to deal with, select it, and then you select how you want the dummy to do it, and it just goes. So that you don't have to do a recording. It's just automatically there. And I just thought that was fantastic. Um, there's also uh, an in-depth uh, character, uh, character uh, move review or overview so you can actually learn how and when to use the character specific moves uh 
it doesn't go into a whole lot of um, it doesn't go into a whole lot of explanation over explanation. I mean, a lot of that is stuff that you're just going to have to learn by playing the game. But the fact that they even put that in that put that in is just is absolutely amazing. There is also a character trials. Well, Capcom is kind of famous for their character trials and there once you get to the higher end, they're very they're extremely difficult to do. But what the character trials are great for is seeing is you can apply that to and and kind of break it up into chunks and see what's actual actually doable in in a fight. And you can work through and uh, figure out which one of these or just a myriad of combos that you can do with each character. But it's a great way to get in and figure out a core bread and butter that you can do to like, you know, whiff punish. And you'll be able to find out, figure something out from the combo trials there. Um, Figure out a, a good when you get in, land a good meaty jump in. Uh, attack and how to follow up with a with a solid combo after landing a meaty jump in the combo trials are a great way to figure stuff like that out it, it it's just really solid and um i'm in the lab i haven't jumped online y- yet i decided to go with my with my first uh inclination and that was to start off with loop and I really, again, it's like I really didn't think this character that looks like the love child between John Cena and Popeye <laughs> would really, would really, would really vibe with me. But I tell you, man, Luke is hella fun to play. I, 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 I don't understand it myself. <laughs> I don't get it. But he's hella fun to play. His, um. He has like they call it burning knuckle. So I don't know if I don't know if SNK is going to send them a, a cease and desist for, for that name. <laughs> but I think probably not because of the he has a perfect variant of it called perfect knuckle. And it, it's nothing like Terry's move, but uh, it's kind of like a like a close in uppercut that when done right or done in a specific way meaning like holding down the punch button it can either send your opponent across the screen and if they're near the uh near the wall put them in a bounce state and send them back towards you for a follow-up attack or it can do another move uh, another variant like the light variant of it will send them skyward and set them up for juggle for an aerial juggle uh, or follow-ups uh, as they as they land, but man, I tell you, Luke has just been it's just been a really fun character, and I just really just started delving into the game yesterday, so I'm going to be spending some time uh, learning, getting his move set down in the lab, working working with that character. Um, the other two, because I want I want to try and and. Once I get familiar with Luke, you know, to the point where I could at least take him online, I'll start messing with with some of the other characters in the roster. And those other two are probably going to be Kimberly and DJ, because I've always liked DJ from Super Street Fighter. 
I never I never really um I also liked him in Alpha 3. I thought he was awesome in Alpha 3. He was like one of my favorite characters. So I'm going to I'm going to use DJ, but uh Kimberly really uh her move set really has me intrigued because it's kind of like she's kind of like a um a cross between Guy and uh, Ibuki from Street Fighter 3. And uh, her moveset's really interesting. It's like a very, uh, kind of like a cross between those two characters. She has, she has like Guy's Inuza drop. And she has um, a couple of moves from Ibuki that, she, that uh, not her not her uh, uh, Rekka kicks, but, um, oh dang, what, what was I going to say? It's the... Um, like Ibuki has like a like a teleportation move that she can do in three. It was either three or it was in it was in giant attack. I can't remember which one, but uh, she has a move similar. It just very just her overall uh, game style reminds me of a cross between those two characters. So I'm definitely going to be diving into her move set. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be having a lot of, uh, having a lot of fun with, with Street Fighter 6. I've, I, 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 once I got to the stuff that I, I cared about, it, it really, it really grabbed me. So, uh, I can see why people are saying that it, that 6 might be the best of the series. Um, I, I now that I'm actually playing, I can get, playing the game, learning the characters, uh, I'm using classic controls. They have uh, dynamic controls, which is uh, like every button does a does a special move, and then they have modern controls, which is really kind of surprising. I haven't messed with modern controls, but what is surprising is that a lot of pro players are hyping up modern controls, which I never thought I'd ever live to see that that day when <laughs> when people that that like folks that are going to be competing at evo are using modern controls and uh talking about the benefits of them i'm old school so i'm probably going to always stick with the classic setup that that's that's just me but um what happened to the uh so folks can't use uh uh buttons the um the what were they the uh how are they called? The uh, you 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 bought one. And you're practicing. Oh, on you're it. talking about hitbox stuff. Yeah, hitbox. Stuff? You can use hitbox, but you can't. There's a like when you push when you hit down and up, it has you have to be put into a neutral state, and not all hitboxes do that because the idea is that you can always have because it it makes guile practically godlike. Because you can always have a flash kick charged, okay. so that that's the thing. But there have already been workarounds for that for the hit for the hit for uh, hitbox style controls. Whereas, like if you have to, you, you there's a, a some type of thing that you can you have to install that that puts when you hold down and up. Um, I mean, uh, like down and up and put your character in neutral uh there's already there's people have already figured out a workaround to keep guile either a sonic boom or a flash charge uh charge so basically you're back to square one 
it, it, I don't, I don't, well, well, it's, it's not really good because it still doesn't change anything. Uh, Once you know the workaround, you uh, you always have, yeah, you always have either a, a sonic boom or a flash kick charge. It's, it's just the way, and you can basically still do the same thing with, with an arcade stick. Like, uh, I, if you've ever seen Daigo play uh, Street Fighter V's Guile with an arcade stick, you would swear that he was using a hitbox because that man always has a flash kick or a sonic boom charged. It it has to do with where you are charging the stick, which, which zone on an octagate or a, a square gate that you've got that stick at. And he's just gotten so good that he can uh, basically make <clears throat> make an option select. <clears throat> excuse me, so that he, he whether, it, whether it's a sonic boom that he needs or a flash kick that he needs, he's always got one in pocket. So you're not really changing anything. You're just you're just making up rules because I guess folks had complained and it it. it once the workaround, you do understand the workaround, it really doesn't change anything. Mm, wow. So good to know. I thought and, they were going to play competitively. Top, <laughs> well, I mean, even then, there's no way to check that you have this thing installed in an online match in a in a sanctioned uh, online match. You just have to say, yeah, I'm not. I'm my hitbox is tournament compliant. How are they going to check? There's no That's way for true. them to check. So the only way that that's really applies is if you're going to an in-person tournament. So, but uh, Street Fighter Six is just it's, it's just an awesome game that I'm I'm really looking forward to spending a lot of time with. So that's really what I've been up to this week. And uh, with that said, we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket, that being our vessel line slash question of the week. So, all right, Diz, you got the mic, man. All righty. So, as always, want to say thank you to everybody and anybody who takes the time to uh, be a part of our of our vessel line. We really uh, appreciate it. We really do appreciate all the um, the talkbacks that we get um, from from everybody. So, just want to put that out there. Um, okay. So, uh, we have a um, a question. T- Given to us by our our, our good our good for our good listener Goonie, who says, um, uh, "When a game provides a robust character oh lord character creation system, what type of characters do you norm- normally end up making? Uh, a character who looks like you, a character who you would consider cool or attractive, or do you guys just go nuts with sliders and create somebody goofy?" Well, I. Uh, oh, and he says, uh, do you spend endless hours on character creation screen and how many restarts does it take before you settle on a character? So that's a very, uh, it's a very interesting question. And it's a, it's, it's a sad question for me. Um, the reason why it's sad is because I spend a considerable amount of time, uh, creating a character, um, because I, I don't know why I just, I, I am a I am a nerd. I have played uh, video games for a very long time. I uh, played role-playing games for a very long time. So creating a character in uh, a game like Diablo, like um, 
like uh, in any game that has like a custom creator, I I spend uh, uh, too much time, an exorbitant amount of time uh, creating the perfect thing uh, that can look, you know, just perfect, just 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 like the bee's knees, just just perfect. So so that's that's what I do, and I generally play uh black female characters and a lot of times why i play black female characters is because in in literature and in fantasy uh black female characters are are very rarely the uh the protagonist so that's one of the reasons why i play it and i just and i just think that you know um there was a uh one of the creators the 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 designers the costume or the armor designers for monster hunter uh said you can really tell uh if a designer loves uh creating like you know stuff like armor sets and stuff like that for for a character if you see how intricate their female characters look like <laughs> because it's like you know they see it as like fashion um and stuff like that and and so i just i like you know the aesthetic of of it i like yeah i like the armor you know and and usually the 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 way that they are they are animated so you know, I'm a guy. I can run around, you know, look in the mirror and see a guy. So, so for me, it's a, uh, it's, it's a bit more, uh, role playing, you know, than it, you know, uh, for me. But, but yes, uh, I, I spend an exorbitant amount of time, and I have restarted countless times. And one of the things that's really crazy is, is I'm like colorblind, so some, some colors I can't really see. So I constantly have to call Paul in to be like, is this red? Is this blue? <laughs> because I don't know what color I'm making someone's hair. And then it's weird because sometimes if the lighting is not not right in the character creation screen and then the lighting when you go into the world could look completely off, you know. And I'll never forget uh, this one game that was that was notorious for this was... Um, it was, uh, oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. It was with the, with the dragons that the four with the, with the elves and the wolf, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the name of it now. Um, but there was this, there was this one game that, that I played quite a bit, um, uh, and a uh, dragon age. Thank you. Sorry. It's popped in my head. Dragon age, uh, dragon age three, specifically inquisition, um, uh, where, they had this thing which was it was called a a lip shader and and you could make it so your people the the people's lips were super shiny like reflective it was crazy <laughs> and i'm Cap like stick, the glow galore or what it was Capstick? it was it was crazy like like they were like glossy lips and i was like oh no <laughs> you know <laughs> so so yeah, and even it was to the point where even like a reviewer wrote, "You're really gonna have to pull 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 down that that uh that lip that that lip uh, slider." And I was like, "I'm thinking, oh, the lips are too big or something." And when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh damn, he was right. Like these <laughs> these lips are like the the shades on the lips are crazy." So, but yeah, I spend a lot of time uh, creating characters, and so it really it really makes it uh good for me when when a a um, game has an in-game uh, customizable feature. That way you can kind of change your looks and stuff like that. That's one of the reasons why I really like Diablo 
is you can change your your character's looks on the fly anytime you want. And once you break down or salvage uh, armor, you get that transmog. So there's no, you don't have to, you know, pay money to unlock transmogification or anything like that. It was just something that that anyone can do now once you have salvage. So you can basically make your character, you know, you can wear whatever you want, you know. And I thought I think things like that, you know, gives gives um gives players uh more agency to kind of play out the fantasy that they want to play. So so that to me, I know that was a long way to say that like I'm crazy and I love making characters, but like I said, I've created Five different characters uh, in in Diablo, and I love El- every one of them. So, so I'm gonna kick it over to uh, Kev. Uh, what about you? Do you do you create a lot of characters, or do you have like a stock character that you that you create? Um, I kind of have a stock character, the blackest dude I could find. There you go. I know that yeah, must be hard in, uh, <laughs> in some Japanese games. Yeah, you know when when chocolate don't look. <laughs> Black people look a little crazy. You know, yeah. I'm looking at you, Atlas. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Some of the people looking a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Atlas, uh, Namco, Bandai. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Capcom. So, like, Capcom, it, but it's better. Like it, the Capcom has gotten better. So they've been talking. They've 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 probably sent someone stateside to say take pictures of black people. Um, <laughs> take pictures. I love it. So let's see what the brothers are looking like today. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's usually that. Um, one thing, I, I'm, I'm, I. It doesn't bother me, but um, when you limit the hairstyles to either the afro or the cornrows yep uh i'm a little bit i'm a little bit kind of tired of that and you got 920,000 different versions of of uh straight haired hairstyles uh our our folks come we get we got more african or uh, natural uh, hairstyles than the 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 cornrows and the afro. I mean, I, sometimes you can't even get a fade. It's like a fade is easy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like you, you can't even do that. But yeah, typically uh, I try to make a character. Uh, I usually roll with a male character. Um, I try to give it some aspect of me, like uh, if if I can add glasses on, I'll put glasses on him. Uh, if I can if I can put uh, uh, give him a give him a mustache, I'll do that. So I, I don't I don't necessarily have to see myself in the character I make, but I do want to put some aspect of myself into it. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I could I could definitely see that too. Um, uh how about you joe um i know uh, you make i know you make a big you know italian guy right i don't know about an italian guy you you tend to like to play that up with me a little bit but, uh, <laughs> he says he uh, rolls in with the with the tracksuit talking about yo yo yeah I, I i gotta look for my gold chains and, and it my uh, button down uh, flannel it's, shirt it's, on it's there yeah. play every time Oh. Hey, hey, <laughs> Princess Peach, uh, yeah, yeah. 
No, um, I I tend to you know look to see what's there, but uh, kind of in in the face, I t- tend to try to go something similar to what I look like on there, and then I kind of go from there. Sometimes I will create something goofy if the character creator kind of allows me to do so. Like I think with the uh, Fancy Star Online New Genesis. Yeah, you went crazy with that one. <laughs> yeah, um, I created uh, like uh, kind of a kind of cray cray character because it's just kind of nuts as far as you know what i was able to do with it and whatnot you know so i do appreciate games that do that but like games like monster hunter or something you know you're only stuck with like i think 19 presets so it doesn't get super deep you know the thing with monster hunter and other games of that ilk is your gear becomes almost like a avatar in it itself exactly so. i mean you're always covered up so yeah, pretty much unless you do the naked thing, but uh, you know, for games, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. Especially it depends on the game that you're playing too, because you know, I know Des, you could probably say Saints Row brings out like you know, you're gonna bring out some wacky ass shit, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> into the mix. Uh, Saints Row, uh, um, ESO, you know, uh, anything like that, you know, I'm I I'm crazy with it. I don't know why, I just am. Yeah, but you know, once I decide on the character, if if it uh, kind of you know, speaks to me as far as how the character is, I usually don't re-roll. Like with Monster Hunter, PSO, and other games with that ilk, I do have like uh, given some character re-rolls, you know, as as a benefit, you know, as, as extra because normally you'd have to like pay sometimes to mm-hmm. uh, re-roll your character after a certain point. And uh, so it's like I don't even like bother to use the reroll for that. I mean, I, sometimes I'll tweak a thing here and there, especially if they open up things that are free on there. But uh, we'll have to take a look to see as far as uh, um, character creators in general. I mean, it's just the point of me. It's it's not my focus. I'm not like you, Des, but I I do enjoy tweaking when I do have the opportunity to do so. So. No, totally, totally understand, you know, and, and again, it, it's it's personal preferences, you know, I my thing has always been if I'm going to spend a ton of time, you know, with this character, you know, I want I want them to look good or I want them to at least, you know, be reflective of, of, of something that I kind of want to kind of want to play. So but but yeah, that's um that's a really good. That's a really good question, Goonie. And uh, we would love to hear your thoughts uh, on our Discord. Um, you can always ask us questions on Discord, most of, on our Vessel line. Um, you can also um, uh, join for free. And and we usually, uh, we we answer all questions that are that are posed to us. So uh, game-related questions. Let's be, let's be, clear <laughs> so but uh but yeah uh we really want people to to feel that they can you know talk to us ask us questions um get to know us better because we're not just the voice in your ear you know we are people too <sighs> so uh, so but thank you again goonie for for the question so uh so our next main event question which is for 212 uh that's our next episode now that the PlayStation and Xbox, sorry, now that PlayStation and Xbox have shown their hands with their showcases, what is your overall opinion of both? And what would you uh, want to see from Nintendo in a post Tears of the Kingdom world? Um, um, if you don't know, uh, we actually posted uh, a show um, 
a couple days ago. It's already up. It's a uh, 210, and that was uh, first thing that we did. Uh, we did a a live uh, audio reaction to the uh, Summer Games Fest. So you can go there and listen to our reactions. It's better to we we it's better to watch the trailer um, that we're referring to. It's just audio, so we we're doing something new. Um, and so we'd love to hear feedback on if you liked that style or 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 what else we, uh, what, what or what possibly we could do to improve or what you liked or didn't like because we want to do stuff like that and 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 more stuff like that in the future. And we also had three of our longtime listeners and friends um, be a part of it. We did it on Discord. It was a lot of fun us riffing and talking about what's going on. Um, so so if you like that definitely um let us know but again that question is you know now that playstation and xbox have shown their hand with their showcases what is your overall opinion of both and what would you like to see from nintendo in a post tears uh tears of the kingdom world higher def um but uh (laughs) having said that you know what comes after desmond it's the jabroni gaming news All right, thank you, Des. Uh, You're appreciate welcome, that. Joe. Of course. So, uh, big hundred thousand pound gorilla in the room is that uh, today the uh, Microsoft Xbox Games Showcase uh, dropped and Bethesda uh, Starfield Direct 2023. And so, I'm going to go ahead and um, without going too much into detail, kind of just go by all the major points and then I'll kick it over to you gentlemen to kind of cover your highlights or lowlights there for the show. Uh, show did start with a Fable trailer, so we got to see more of uh, Playground Games' uh, rendition of Fable on here. Um, after that, then they kicked it over and announced a new game from We Happy Few, Few Studio Compulsion Games. It's called South of Midnight. So. We don't have a release date for that particular title or any sort of gameplay. It was just cinematics for the most part on there. After that, then uh, they went ahead and they uh, showed a uh, world premiere trailer for Star Wars Outlaws, which is the uh, new game from Ubisoft Massive, uh, the same developers of The Division and Division 2 that is coming out for 2024 for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. On there, so we can kind of see at least uh, no gameplay. Uh, gameplay is going to be shown at Ubi Forward tomorrow on there, but uh, based on what news came out on that, it is going to be set between uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi as far as the storyline of Star Wars itself. So um, after that, they showed a uh, New title coming from Thunder Lotus, the studio behind Spiritfarer and Jotun and other games on that. So 33 Immortals will be coming day one on Games Pass in 2024, also coming out for PC and for uh, at least Epic Game Store. And I don't know about Steam on there, but it's kind of crazy because you can play up to 33 characters at the same time in a multiplayer session. So... Uh, Following that, uh, Game Pass Day 1, a trailer for Payday 3, which will be out on September 21st, 2023, was shown. Uh, from there, uh, next thing was the Persona 3 Reload trailer from Atlas that kind of got leaked 
couple days prior on there it's going to be coming out 2024 it is a you know basically not a remaster but a remake of persona 3 um and i saw at least online that they're going to be re- recasting all the voice talent from the initial game on there right now the big question about the game is if it's going to have the content from persona 3 portable or not or whether uh, it's... i'm thinking it will i'm not sure well i don't think see. it will yeah. Some people were talking about on, on Twitter, again, this is Twitter, so take this again a grain of salt, that yeah. it, it most likely will not have that 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 content on it. And that's what people we'll were kind of thinking about it. But and maybe we'll see. hopefully Persona 3 res, or at least, you know, because that Fez, not res, yeah. uh, that came out for PlayStation 2 on there. Even though they can't say what other platforms this game is coming out on, uh, Xbox puts a... Um, release as far as a uh, time window where you cannot announce other you know their multi-plats on other platforms so it is definitely coming out for playstation platforms steam and switch on here so we'll have to see as far as how much of a remaster it actually is or remake if it's coming out on switch so who knows on there so uh next thing was shown was obsidian's uh avowed we finally got to see gameplay with this bad boy on there it's coming out in 2024 and it will be on game pass day one on there got a better idea kind of you know uh, what was shown was a little bit more cartoony than what i was expecting and it looked a lot like an uh, elder scrolls game a bit but uh we'll kind of cover our impressions of that further uh next was an announcement of sea of thieves legend of monkey island so this is going to be a single player uh, content that's dropping on there it's going to be out on july 20th and will be free on there for people that own sea of thieves and if you own it on games pass as well uh, microsoft light similar 2024 came up with uh, new features and so on and so forth uh, none of us are interested so we'll kind of pass through that <laughs> got to see senua saga hellblade 2 another trailer and they said before they queued the trailer up that the game was going to be on uh, the trailer is shown off the series x footage on there but we didn't really get to see any sort of gameplay it was just basically all like um, story driven narrative as far as that's concerned uh, we were kind of listening and watching this when we were watching on the discord and uh, you noted the uh, narration of the uh, voice of senua on there uh was mixed pretty well you know i could kind of tell the the stereo pathing from the left and right headphones that kind of thing as far as when we were watching it but really not a lot to say about what was shown as far as gameplay at least on that so uh next thing that was shown was like a dragon infinite wealth which basically is in in another name yakuza 8 on here of course yakuza has been renamed to like a dragon so and then the infinite sign basically looks like the number eight Woo-hoo. So, so that's what basically that is, and so, even though they cannot reveal it, there was a tweet from the uh, RGG Twitter that it is coming out for PlayStation and Steam and everything else under the sun. So it's kind of dumb that you know they can't release what platforms it's going to be on until like 72 hours after the show, I guess. So on there just dumb it's like you know people are just guessing and they know that xbox is ultimately not going to be the only place to play this game so yeah, definitely. Uh, i like the trailer i thought the trailer was pretty funny so 
on here. I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure on that. Um, next thing, Fallout 76, yada, yada, yada. I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't know if either of you guys care, but we'll talk about when we go around Robin. Uh, next game kind of took me by surprise. It was uh, a world premiere, world premiere, boo, 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 from Capcom. It's uh, Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess, which is a new game that was shown and kind of had a very... Uh, Japan-centric view. Ooh, I was it. praying when I saw that Capcom. I was praying. Oh, game my tapanyaki. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it might have been Monster Hunter, but yeah, I had to Joe look got and scared, say yo. Seriously, he was like, he, he started counting that bills. I was like, damn, I have to pay this man. Take this man out. I don't know. Uh, to me, that would be a very bold move on Xbox to pay for, for Money Hat, a Monster Hunter day one drop on Xbox. It's kind of nuts that even this game got <laughs> announced on there. But That's why I was like, it could be anything, literally anything. That's why I was like hoping, oh my god, I was hoping, but nonetheless... You know, Capcom sees all that cash that Sega's bringing into the bank with all this Atlas Sega business. And so mm -hmm. they said, I, I want some of that cash too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back so. this up. And so if it's going to lead to better, you know, different games or whatnot, you know, that's, that's cool by me. Cool by me. And by all means, this game for what was shown the announced trailer, you know, we don't know gameplay, but it looked pretty hot to me. So, so probably a game of this conference for me at least. So, uh, next thing, Forza Motorsport was shown with a release date on October 10th. I don't care. Um, I don't think any of us care. Uh, ESO Online, don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I was kind of okay with it. Yeah, Journey to Necrom is yeah, the I mean, latest expansion. So. Again, you when I have like a check or something and I'm like, okay, you know, let's go and, you know, like I have some disposable cash. I'll buy it. And I'll go in, I'll play for, for a couple of hours, play a couple of adventures, and then I bounce out. That's that's how I play ESO. So I'm always interested for something that's coming out for ESO and I and I really appreciate that that they're they're keeping it going for as long as, as they are. It must it must make them money, is all I can say. So Yeah. It's definitely keeping them uh, floating, especially if it's, it's kind of one of the tentpole service games on X mm -hmm. Games Pass. It's leasable on that. So, uh, next thing was shown: Overwatch 2 Invasion. So there's a reveal trailer for uh, some of the uh, expansion uh, features on that, possibly some single player content as well. So, and uh, Xbox Game Pass members do get a new Hero Starter Pack. So it's just in case you're raring to go. Uh, next thing was shown was Persona 5 Tactica, which uh, was another thing that was leaked a couple of days ago uh, from when it was shown. Uh, but it is coming out on November 17th, and we're probably pretty sure this is coming out for everything under the sun, but we have not got confirmation as of yet on there. But definitely looks like a, a game from the developers of uh, Devil Survivor 1 and Devil Survivor 2. Uh, Capcom, not Capcom, Atlas does do um, it's tactical strategy. It looks like a game that should have been on the 3DS if the 3DS was still in existence. So Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's begging for that bottom touchscreen and to be able to move units around that kind of thing. So on there, but uh, kind of cool. Uh, next thing that the show is first look at Starfield. So got to see some gameplay in there. 
um, so on and so forth. But obviously, the Starfield trailer, uh, the showcase went way more into detail. So, a uh, new game from Dontnod, which is called Jacent, uh, kind of had some like Last Guardian vibes to it a little bit. Light, little Zelda. Nice. Little Zelda on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out for Games Pass Day One, but it is going to be out for all other platforms, PlayStation. PC. I'm not sure about Switch. I don't think Switch can handle that business. So, and then from there, it got some other indie games that were shown. Still wakes the deep, which I'm just like, eh, about. Um, mm. Dungeons of Hinterburg, which actually looks pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah. So, and uh, that's coming from a husband and wife team from Austria. So, <laughs> on there. So, cool. uh, we'll have to see once it comes out. It's coming out in 2024. Of course, we saw. Uh, Keanu bust up and introduced the uh, trailer for Phantom Liberty Cyberpunk 2077. Like he, he seemed like he was doing something. Like I was like, why? Like I know he was reading it from from a cue card, but I don't know why he felt he needed to be so animated like that. I was like, yeah. you are. Mm. <laughs> I was like, you're doing a lot of weird stuff, sir. Hello, but, fellow gamers. So. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I get it. You're the quirky like. You know, you're the quirky uncle, but no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, one thing so. to keep in mind, even though once this does come out, and uh, I was like reading some information about the expansion, but the expansion will actually also bring enhancements for the regular game on there, even if you don't buy the expansion. So they mentioned that um, the characters, guns, cars, and uh, the city basically will be updated uh in the game they're going to actually bring some sort of uh information from the anime as well on there but uh yeah that there's going to be some definitely further enhancements above and beyond the edge runners update that happened last year it's awesome so so it's cool it needs to happen yep i'll probably reapproach that game on playstation once uh uh once the update's out, to kind of take a look at it. You know, me, you, Des, and Goonie were all commenting on the fact that, you know, it's just, I feel like that game was underbaked when it initially came out with all those bugs and everything, so. Yep. Okay, and then the next game that was shown was a new game from Atlas, which I wasn't expecting, but this game has been in development for years and years and years, so uh, the game is called metaphor refantasio on here but uh, this is from the same team uh, that brought you persona and shimigami tensai but uh, they have been working on uh, doing a new game basically for like the last seven to eight years on here it's been talked about and um, you know there's even a thread on resetera asking if this game would actually rear its head um this year and people were guessing if it was going to show up at the playstation conference so on and so forth it wound up showing up on the xbox conference so it's coming out in 2024 the art direction in this game is fantastic in my opinion on there i can't really tell you how the game plays but uh, a lot of the like menu screens and just the overall art direction of the game is kind of nuts you were very excited by it should be some good time. Uh, next thing was a announced trailer for a game called Towerborn from the makers of Banner Saga, which actually looked quite good on there. So 
um you know from what i saw the trailer um you know what can you say it's like a lot of procedurally it's like a co-op action rpg right Des? yeah yeah you're building you're kind of like building your kingdom and people are helping you defend it is kind of what i was getting from it uh uh acg or um said he was getting really strong like guardian heroes vibes from it and yeah i could kind of take a look yeah. at the screenshot yeah it definitely screams out guardian heroes yeah which, you know i know kev you it have to like hit the nail on the head on this bad boy if it's going to that yeah. uh, sort of gameplay style so. yeah and i was getting sort of like you know uh castle crushers too a little bit on it it just it just had a lot of different uh stuff going on and i think i think it could be fun it's uh definitely a co-op game it screams screams uh game pass you know and that's fine you know that's that's totally fine uh for for it to scream that but I, that's what i was feeling when i saw that game you know play with yeah. your friends hang out you know so yeah so cool uh i'll have to see whether it comes off for other platforms if it's just on games pass i don't mind firing up the xbox dust it off you know do what i need to do mm-hmm. uh next game was shown was in exile's new game which basically i had to, we're questioning it was called <laughs> clockwork revolution but it's basically bioshock son of bioshock infinite or bioshock infinite 2 or whatever you want to call it just electric boogaloo yeah, it looks so much like Bioshock Infinite's name. It's funny, but it looks pretty cool from what I've seen. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, a black female protagonist. I was like, wow, but she's. I'm getting hardcore vibes, hardcore uh, uh, vibes. Um, so I was just like, okay, um, rewinding time, uh, making different timelines. Yeah, like it was. It 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 really was giving me like hardcore bioshock uh flatbacks flashbacks and that's not a bad thing it's just you know i i constantly ask myself have we seen this before and i know that in some games we have but damn you know this is <laughs> damn this is this is a little might be a little too much but but you know i, I maybe i don't know uh trailer looked good you know so we'll have to see whether the gameplay is is what it is on there so mm-hmm. you know and then uh after that then they revealed they have new hardware coming out xbox series s in black with a one terabyte ssd in there for 349 i know about that kind of expensive for that kind of hardware and then the regular series s was commonly Eight. discounted down to 249 usually Eight. so I don't buy that you could buy a digital PlayStation 5 for like an additional 50 bucks. I mean, why would you settle for a Series S? I mean, but I guess that's where they're going with their platform, you know. So, and then digital. last but not least, they ended with the Starfield Direct, which happened to be like, what, 40 minutes, 50 minutes long on there. I don't know if you have any comments from it. Yeah. From it, Dennis. I mean, I, I really enjoyed what I saw, but it didn't need to be that long. <laughs> yeah. I was like, y'all are just you know just glad handing yourself yeah this is great yeah thank the you, most Bob. important yeah. rpg in the in the history yeah. of gaming oh. it so, just felt like yeah. you did well bob so did you craig yeah okay <laughs> you know we're gonna, we're gonna sit here and talk phenomenal about it. yes yeah this is awesome making <laughs> rpgs great again that's bethesda for you so so i was like well okay now the game right. look, look quite well um you know we're commenting it looks like a 
that uh, uh, Bethesda played a bunch of No Man's Sky and riffed on it, basically. So it seems like, and then some on there. So yeah, it's No Man's Field. <laughs> yeah, No Man's Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, No Man's Skyrim. No, it's seriously like I was like I was looking at this game, and they gave out of all the things that we saw, literally out of all the things that we saw, there was mainly, I would say, five minutes of actually what this game is about seriously the rest of it was you can explore you can scan you can do this you can build your like and i and i was thinking to myself this screams screams games as a service i know i know but the reason why it screams this is twofold number one number one they are they they are setting it up for me with procedurally generated content that will make tons and tons of different worlds that will pull different elements uh, of, of 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 interactions from a from a library of interactions that they're going to set up for you to go on this world. So at some point there's going to be repetition. Number one and and number two because there is no real I mean there's probably a very like thirty hour story for it they're setting it up for for new content to come out new paid content to, to come out uh, this is this is a uh, fallout uh, 76 in space you know uh and i say that because it's going to be a personal game that you can that you can play by yourself they might they might in the future uh add new content that allows you to play with your friends but this just screams to me we will never give you uh um starfield 2 this is starfield uh platform this this is this is this is the game for for for, for starfield infinite yes that starfield infinite this is what it is you buy you buy your your uh your streaming device and you play starfield this is what you do that is what i was getting from it you know and and i don't think that people want that i think it's great that people have the option to do this and people can play for as long as they want but i think they're going to keep teasing people with 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 carrots to bring them back you know for 15 dollars here 30 dollars here here's a bigger expansion i think this is this is what we're going to see from starfield that whole thing that whole thing uh, was just to show people look you can spend hours in here you don't need to play any other game you can stay here and play this game and 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 we will take care of you that's what it felt like to me look at all these people that worked on this game you know for you to play in we give you the tools you know that that's literally what they said we we, we we give you the, the tools to play to, to play in our world or some something like that. Make your I'm, own fun. Exactly. I'm telling you, that's what this game is going to be. That's what this game is going to be. 100. percent You're commenting <laughs> that there should be no narrative, or it seems like there's a little to no narrative because of the fact that it's all the emergent gameplay. Yeah. There's literally, I swear to God, there's literally like maybe 30 hours of gameplay, and then everything else is going to be side content that you can go off and just discover with your friends and or sorry discover with your crew um and then after that they're gonna do like oh something happened in this sector and they're just gonna patch in something that happens on this planet and then you're gonna go do that content 
and then you're going to spend the next time going around and dealing with your you know with your with your crew in other planets then they're going to give you something more so, oh this solar system i got to go to the solar system okay you'll do a, a short little you know 20 hour it, it's literally the same thing they're doing with ESO except they're selling it as 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 a game as a game they're just not telling people so they're very clever they're not telling people that this is what we're going to do they're very clever with that so i i i'm telling you this is what's happening this is what Mark my words, this is what's happening. That's all I got to say on that. Got it. Okay, so pretty much that was Microsoft Bethesda's uh, thing. Now, one thing, we, there are some missing in action titles from the last big showcase. No Killer Instinct, no Indiana Jones, which has only been rumored from Machine Games so far. No Perfect Dark, no Everwild, Contraband, State of Decay 3 are a few of the no-shows on there. I know we haven't heard anything about the uh, the Initiative's next game, which has been rumored to be a Gears game of some sort. But, yeah, those are pretty much what we're looking at, no-shows on this conference. Um, we did have one comment on Discord from Ace Black, um, which basically says, No Hellblade 2 combat, Avowed looks like 360 Oblivion, and Starfield granted if they could pull... Pull that off looks cool. I do not see that game running consistently on Series X and definitely not on an S. Oh, well. Uh, Forza and Fable are the only things for me. That's what his statement was about that. So, But I'd like to go ahead and we'll start out. Uh, Kev, what's your overall impressions of the showcase? Um, I posted in our, in our uh, Discord, I think our old PlayStation showcase, an apology. I do. This is not what I, you know, this, this ain't it. This ain't it, Captain. It's not. And I was trying to think of a nice way to go about saying it because I'm always harping on Xbox and, and beating up on them. But no, 90% of this stuff looked like it could play on a 360 or an Xbox one. That's not why I have a 12 tera, teraflop console sitting behind my television for. Most of this stuff, just this cartoony look that Microsoft seems to be held come hell or high water bent on presenting. I think it's because that's an art style that has to, it must be the S. It's got to be the S that because they know that anything more realistic than that, the S probably won't be able to run it very well. Man, I didn't I didn't see anything, hardly anything that 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 I found in any way encouraging Starfield. Looks OK, um, it, it is probably it's probably going to be worth checking out. It'll definitely be worth checking out on PC. I don't have a PC that probably would run it very well. Uh, the only the option that I have to the option that I have to run it the best at would be my Series X. But the place to play that game is going to be the PC, and the modding community is actually is going to come in and do Bethesda's grunt work for them and make the game much better. Fix all the graphical glitches, change everything up, and present mods to make the game to make the game better. 
um, I don't see me wanting to try and put a rig together to play Starfield. I, I don't. I'm not feeling it like that. But man, I'm I'm just like PlayStation Showcase as bad as it, as bad as it was for a showcase was gameplay followed by gameplay followed by gameplay followed by gameplay. The games that people really wanted to to see from, like Fable, was nothing. It's like, what the hell have you people been working on for the past two years? Maybe three, I don't know. And Hellblade 2, I'm sorry, that trailer didn't cut it. If no gameplay was shown this time, I seriously question what we saw, what, two years ago was gameplay. Was that gameplay or what or or is this game going to be like a like a graphic novel with motion scenes that you watch like a movie? No gameplay, no gameplay. Nothing. And if it's like that, keep count me out. I, I, I'll read a book. I, I, I play video games to actually play the game. I don't, I don't, I don't need to to watch an interactive movie. And it's. I'm thinking. I'm thinking now after seeing the 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 trailer for Hellblade Two that that's exactly the the, the most recent trailer. That that is exactly what Hellblade Two is going to be. It is going to be an interactive story, and if that's the case, y'all can miss me with that. I I I this this was this was not good. This was not good. It 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 was actually worse than the PlayStation One. Mm. In wow. my opinion. It was actually worse than that, worse than the PlayStation one. So that's why I said I kind of sort of feel like I owe PlayStation an apology because they must have known. I mean, we'll never know what these company what these companies hear about each other in their own uh, networking, their own, you know, somebody's always talking. It's like. You can work. You can work in one store and another store in the same business. You'll hear something about what they're doing. I'm sure that stuff takes place in 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 this industry as well. And for PlayStation to put on a and and, and have the gall to call it a PlayStation uh, a, a PlayStation showcase and and put that out, they must have known. That even if they hand the momentum ball to to Xbox, that they were still going to come out on top. And I'll be damned if they didn't. Mm. I'll be damned if they didn't. I, I you know, I'm I, I'm racking my brain now. Now the one now I'm going to give I I will give credit where credit is due. All right. Uh. South of Midnight or Midside Midnight in the South, uh, that 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 one trailer that they showed. I'm intrigued by that. I'm interested to see what that could be. 
But Fable, this was the time to show some gameplay. Hellblade 2, this was the time to show gameplay. And I'm using those were the two pinnacle, two, two pinnacle games that needed to be shown gameplay. I'm sorry. That's an L. That's an L. Just like it was just like in my mind, it's it's an it's an L when, when PlayStation didn't show what Ben was working on and and some of their other uh, uh, big studios that we know have some some projects in the pipeline pipeline that they could have showcased. Just give, given a given a CG trailer, you know, nothing that we heard nothing on. No. It's I, I gotta hold these 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 folks to the same standard. I you can't you can't you can't make excuses for one and then let the other one slide because well you know they're 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 down they've been down bad for three years. No, we're talking about multi billion dollar companies. This isn't cousin Jethro startup gaming console. You know that. I expected better, just like I expected better from PlayStation. I expected better from Xbox, and it failed. Failed to failed to deliver. That's that. <laughs> I don't know what else I can say. And and the, the the crazy thing, this might have been acceptable. This might have been acceptable if Xbox had something equivalent. To a Final Fantasy 16 and a Spider-Man 2 dropping this year. But they don't. They've got Starfield. And which looks like 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 you know, Des, you said it, you know, uh, uh you know, it, it looks like everything else that they've done except in space. And still kind of janky. I I'm I'm looking at these NPCs and Man, they they don't look re- they don't they they look like they're just dead inside. Man, I'm I'm sorry, but they do, and they're going. It's going to be the mods that are going to fix all that stuff. I I understand that's how Bethesda gets it done, and okay, great, but if you're not playing that game on a PC, um, I guess we I guess you just hope for the best, but. All they've got is Starfield, and that that did not really impress me all that much. It didn't, it, and I could maybe make it making it say that okay, well, this show was bad, but they got this game coming, and they got this game coming, and they got this game coming. No, they don't even have that. So i i i i i saw very little to be to to be excited about it it's so it was a letdown huh the big very letdown. much so i'm Are very you much trading so. at the series x uh or are you waiting for switch i'm thinking you know to... i i'm i i'm curious enough about starfield to wait because i mean what that comes out in september correct yeah, yeah. But I will, I, I will, you know, and plus after September, we're coming up on the, we're coming up on the Christmas uh, holiday shopping season. 
probably once I play Starfield and have had my fill of it, I think it's probably time for that that thing to go. Because there's just nothing there for me. Just nothing there for me. Yeah, and I, I, I'm 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 expecting I'm I'm missing the Xbox from the 360 era where they actually had games that I cared about, and they're actually pushing the envelope and pushing the model of what of what console gaming could be in in different ways with partnering with different companies. And this thing I saw was a lot of cartoon ass stuff. A lot of indie stuff that, you know, indies have their place. I don't want to throw shade on them, but indies are what you put on top of a triple A cake. Not, not, not what this is, this is, this is what 12 teraflops can do for you. No. So. All right, Des, how about your opinion, overall opinion of this thing? Well, I mean... The Xbox Bethesda showcase. Okay, let's. And I know there's some people who are going to be like, you know, oh, this was, you know, this was great, and this was, and this was um, fantastic, and this was bad, and this was in the hot takes. Uh, but Joe, can you tell me, out of all of the games that were announced, which ones were first party games? Uh, can you Fable. Okay. South of Midnight. Uh, let's see what else. Here. So it's Fable, Avowed, uh, South uh, of Midnight. Um, let's see what else. Uh, sea of Thieves, Legend of Monkey Island, of course. Uh, Flight Simulator 2024, Sinuous Saga, Hellblade 2, uh, Fallout 76, whatever Atlantic City update, Forza Motorsport, um, okay. ESO, Journey to Necrom. Uh, since the merger hasn't completed yet, Overwatch 2 is well, not. Journey to Necrom is not a first party because I can play that on PS5. So. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Totally yeah. Fair. So. And Starfield. And okay. That so, is it. So out of so what I look at, it's weird. When I look at, when I look at uh these these things. Oh, Clockwork Revolution is also a first party exclusive as well. Okay. So. so when I look at these, I look at the things that that are gonna draw me to play. To turn my console on, because like I said before, the console sitting there, it's collecting dust. Um, I don't really turn it on. Uh, and I was thinking, OK, out of all these first party games, which ones really like make me want to um, put value, <clears throat> excuse me, put value on my on my Xbox Series S? Fable. OK, I'm interested to see what they're doing. Uh, it doesn't look anything like the the fable of old. This is a new telling of it. Okay. It, okay. No gameplay. I'm intrigued. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, Avowed. Mm, little shaky on the on the gameplay. I think uh, Ace Black was very was very spot on with the uh, with the way it was looking. I was getting really like um uh uh. uh outer worlds look to it and i'm like okay you know you're not really i don't know if you're utilizing what you can do with this you know um but but you're a you're you're a company that i have faith in i like the world pillars of eternity world i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna do it clockwork revolution i'm okay okay you know looks like this could be different maybe i'll open it i don't you know i, I don't know south of midnight 
looks pretty promising. Not sure. No gameplay. Whatever. Mikamissimi with Flight Simulator and all that. So I don't play that stuff. Uh, sea of Thieves. I, I think it's you know great for folks who play that game. But I think Sea of Thieves probably needs to drown. And no one trying to play that game. Whatever. Um, and then like Starfield and the other games. And so I was really thinking about that as, as Goonie and I and, and uh, Joe were, were watching it. And I was thinking, you know, some of these games, okay. You know, they have piqued my interest, but have they piqued my interest enough to turn on my Xbox? No, they have not. And then I thought to myself, okay, what has piqued my interest to turn on my Xbox? And I thought the only thing that has piqued my interest to turn on my Xbox is Starfield. I said, okay, so I will turn on my my, my Xbox. I'll plug it in, turn on, and I will play Starfield. Whether it looks bad or good, you know, I'm not a super high-res guy. You know, so I can probably go through it, ships flying backwards, whatever bugs are going to have. I'm like, OK, I'll play it. I'll experience it. I like Bethesda. That's fine. While it's plugged in. OK, maybe I will check out some of these other games that they have. What other games are coming out, you know, within within the end of the year? Joe, do you have any games that are coming out within the end of the year? Uh, Starfield. Like, like two. Like two games. Cyberpunk 2077, but that's not exclusive. That's not exclusive. But my thing is, you know, there are two games that are coming out before the end of the year that I'm like, okay, I can turn on my Xbox. I can play these games. And all these other games are coming out sometime in 2024. Yeah. The problem that I see with that is by the time 2024 rolls around, that Xbox is going to be unplugged again. I just know it because I would have got my fill of 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 um of Starfield. So, and I think, and of course, I, this is this is one of the the things that that you can do when you have multiple systems. And I know some people don't have that, you know. So so they are stuck. You know, they're stuck on 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 what they have. You know, because, you know, of incomes and stuff like this. And so and so for for me, who is who is, you know, I don't want to say that I'm console agnostic. I'm not. I prefer PS4 or P- PlayStation because because of they, they hit more often than than Xbox does. But I don't I don't I don't. It must be really hard to be an Xbox fan right now. Like, I don't I don't I don't know, you know. Like I, I really hope that that these games coming to your system has you hyped, has you hyped. If you decided to back Xbox and you're not going to jump to another system, because that seems to be the narrative that uh, Phil is trying to put out there. People do not change libraries, you know. This was so, Phil's self-fulfilling prophecy right here. But that's the he thing. knew. Like he knew. The, things like that's the thing that like that's the thing that makes it so much harder for me is for him to say more than two months ago we cannot compete we are oh they proved that and then come with this with this oh they proved that you know and then then, spades bro no but, but then but then you can be but then you can be an optimist and say, well, you know, we're getting Starfield. We got backwards compatibility. 
You know, it's like y'all are playing. I really hope that y'all got your, your game pass on a discount. That's all I got to say, because like if you're paying for this monthly, ooh, I, I don't know. I just I feel I really want to like and appreciate Xbox, but there's just it's just too many misses. It's just too many misses. You know, it's like it's like they're in the ring, you know, and. And they just keep getting body slammed and just like, ugh, you know, just just the just atomic elbow just on the on their necks. It's like when you've got Nintendo stamps stomping on your neck, Nintendo stomping on your neck, you know something is wrong. Like I don't, I don't, mm-mm. I I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's PlayStation a, it, handed them the momentum ball. All they had to do was was just show a little bit of gameplay on at least a couple of their most anticipated titles that we don't don't have any feedback on, and then, they couldn't do that. Exactly. And then and then it's like you look at the thing that kills me is you look at the first party games. You look at the first party games, and and it's a C, and most of that C is starfield you know because all the other games you, you they, they showed i'm a play on ps5 point blank yeah there was nothing compelling in that in that show for me for me so so to my ex to our xbox listeners out there i really hope that you enjoyed this and i really hope that there's something there for you to be happy with i really do because you know someone who has choices uh of where they want to spend their time with with their console and i'm and i'm fortunate to be able to have you know the dispendable income to be able to buy multiple systems you know so i'm eating good i can't complain about that but for y'all people like i feel for you because y'all are starving you know i really believe it like i don't might, know that might be feasting because uh-huh. they might be feasting on the games they like to play on that platform i mean exactly so. and then that's that's why i said it i really hope i really hope in my heart that that all these games that you saw that are coming out in 2024 you know really like i really hope that you're not dead by the time these games come out <laughs> you know due to starvation like i really do like now i really do should. Have Sally Struthers and and codes. They're they're in the jail cell just eating nothing but vampire survivor updates. So it's like I don't don't know. Like I really don't know. So so I'm gonna end it with that because we could talk this to death, but but I'll go and go real quick because I didn't I really wanted like I really wanted to like it because like because like and I really because like when we were watching it we were watching it. I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. Okay, this looks pretty good. Okay, this looks pretty good. And then and then and then I had I had this time. Like I had lunch. I sat down. I looked at Twitter. I looked at, you know, the Xbox apologists. I looked at the Sony people and I looked at everybody. And then I just sat there with my thoughts and I really just thought about it. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn. I ain't Phil got told y'all. Phil told y'all. Like <laughs> Phil told y'all. Phil just out here. Phil out here like just just letting people starve. This man like got all that money. Just letting people starve. Damn. All right. Well. well all right, Joe. It's all you, buddy. 
Yeah. Um, overall, I, th- I think they did an okay job. I mean, it wasn't coming in with the like you know highest expectations, but I kind of wanted to see what they brought to the table, you know. So, I, I think Aaron Greenberg commenting a few days ago saying that the all the trailers will be clearly marked and that we have nothing but gameplay snippets and no CG. <laughs> ah. It's like fuck you, you fucking fuck, you piece of fucking <laughs> shit. Damn. All right, Joe. Do all of not like feelings. I care that much, but still, it's just like okay, all right, you know, it's like damn. Joe, all of his feelings now. I don't care that much, but at the same time, it's like come on, give me a fucking break, give me a break. So, I, I like what I saw. Fable. It's cool, but it's just it's just it was just a CG intro, you know. I get, I get to see what they're wanting to do with the gameplay or whatnot, you know. South of Midnight was cool. Thirty Three Immortals, we commented that uh, I want to play that day one. I think that looks cool. It's a multiplayer game. It's an overhead, like you know, kind of dungeon crawling, like multiplayer and whatnot, you know. Um, but everything else, I mean, pretty much, I like the fact that they're giving Sega and Capcom money to do, you know, reveals on their showcase, at least, you know, like, uh, like a dragon eight looks good. You know, that, that Capcom game that came out of nowhere, the Kanitsugami Path of the Goddess. Path of the Goddess. Yeah. It looks, yeah. looks great. Yeah. It's I'll gonna play, look, I'll, it's I'll, gonna I'll look play fantastic. it on my PlayStation yeah, five with the haptic fantastic. feedback and all that yeah. business once it comes out. So it's like, you know. Everything else, like like I said, Persona 5 Tactica, I mean, looks great. I could play it on Switch. I could play it on PlayStation if need be. You know, it just depends on where I want to play it, you know. So same thing with Just Ant. Just Ant was that uh, game from Don't Nod that I felt like, oh, well, this looks pretty cool, you know, with the whole climbing business and all that stuff. So, you know, so there is some meat to this conference. There is some things there, you know. It's not just, you know, I like the fact that this conference wasn't so much as, Day one on Games Pass narrative, like just hit with every freaking thing. And uh, the Atlas reveal for Metaphor Refantasio is like awesome. I mean, it's like that that game is just dripping of style, art design, whatever. And for them to focus and put that on that stage, uh, I give them two thumbs up on there. I'm not sure if that would that, that would probably make a Sony show showcase if they um, aligned everything up with the with Sony as far as getting the marketing for that, you know, but uh, obviously the Xbox money lasts a little bit more. Maybe it just happened to be a little bit more. So at least there's some sort of effort on, on Microsoft's part to at least bring some different games. You know, I just hate the, you know, once I show up on the other show I'm on talking about this stuff and it's like, Joe, what'd you think of that Japanese game? And it's like, crap. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Give me an effing break. It's like, those are the games for gamers like you. It's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not wrong. They are. Oh, it's, for, it's for you, Joe. Yeah. But overall, I mean, I would say maybe B, B minus at the most if I was going to give a letter grade. Uh, I mean, Towerborn looks cool. Towerborn actually is going to be published by Microsoft Game Studios, so it's probably not going to make it sway over to PlayStation. So that might give me a reason to fire up my xbox uh sometime soon starfield of course but other than that i mean pretty much i just have to say it's like okay i just want to see more reasons to turn on my series x and enjoy first party content and i'm not seeing that with this showcase 
One thing I could say, it's not Forza Gears and Halo because there's no Gears, no Halo in this mix. But, you know, you got your Forza Fallout and ESO, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. that should be the new refrain for these uh, conferences if need be. And I hope they you pull also off. got your uh, flight sim. Yeah, flight sim. <laughs> I hope they pull off Sending yeah, Saga right. Hellblade 2. I mean, like Ace was saying, it's like no gameplay. I, you know, I want to, if, if they're going to crank up the ninja theory goodness as far as like something like heavenly sword for god's sake you know show me some gameplay for god's sake you know so so that's overall my opinion on this thing i mean i'm glad they're bringing something to the table but you know for us people that look for xbox for just exclusives and exclusives only first party content kind of not there all the way unfortunately so well i mean this and and we we have to address my three hundred pound gorilla in the room, that damn black series S. Uh, okay, can someone please explain to me why you go ahead and you you crank up the memory, the storage, to one terabyte to into one terabyte of your weakest console, crank that price up to just fifty dollars less than the ps5 digital edition instead of taking the series x removing the disk drive and dropping that price down a hundred can can someone explain to me why they did why they did that Mm -hmm. I, i i mean this move makes absolutely no sense Unless Mm. you're looking at it, no, unless you're looking at it from the standpoint that Microsoft understands that in order for Game Pass to reach those trillion people or three billion, four billion, whatever ridiculous amount of people that they think they're going to reach with Game Pass, that all of their games have to be dumbed down to run on something that is less powerful than an Xbox One X. That's including your cell phones. That's including your tablets. That's including your streaming devices. Hardly anything that I saw outside of Starfield looks like you needed a Series X to run it. Looks like it could have been run on an Xbox One or an Xbox 360. That avowed looked like that was we we would probably been 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 head over heels if this was the Xbox 360 era <laughs> over avowed. Yeah, we would have. That why do that unless this you're telling your audience this is the pinnacle of graphical fidelity that you're going to see all y'all folks that spent $500 for a series X mm, not really going to see it not really going to see that monster that 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 console that eats monsters for breakfast in a whole lot of action this gen no the S is where it's at and they said thank that's you. That's gotta be. That's gotta be. That's gotta be why we see all these these cartoony looking games. And They're probably really easy to do too. 
They're easy to do, less time, maybe less, less depending on how big the studio is, less development time. But at the same time, man, I don't have 12 teraflops sitting behind my TV for nothing. I wanted to see what this console can do. And Microsoft has told me with this showcase that I'm probably not never going to see it. Hmm. I'm probably never going to see it. And come September, when Starfield drops and I've played that game, I either finish it or played to the point where I've had my fill. I think I'm done with this platform. My thing it's about the, not doing anything for me. Thing about my platform, if I get rid of it, I lose access to my Xbox One and 360 games back compat. That's the only thing that's maybe keeping me on board to be able to still have access to those titles. And then, because otherwise, I would say that you're better off getting a gaming PC, uh, spending the 500 bucks towards a, a media graphics card, and have Steam, Epic Game Store, and Xbox Game Pass all in one box, basically. So. And it's fucking it's it's stupid because of the fact that this is a console manufacturer. This is the one of the major console manufacturers out there. And basically, it's a point that it, having the consoles made kind of inconsequential now. It's just stupid in a way. You know, mm-hmm. it's like give me a I would prefer give me a walled garden that has the best games that you could come up with versus you know basically just having it being another you know outlet you know because on pc you could be be able to feast on everything so and the gameplay that they showed is gameplay for stuff that's typically played on pc flight simulator that that cities uh, too yeah cities Cities two game come on y'all really I know some people are going to play on uh, console, and there's some fans who? of that. I don't know. If there's people out there who? that make Obviously, they make it. So, I mean, that's the <laughs> Europeans. Who is playing city, Cityscape and uh, Flight Simulator? Maybe. Okay, I, I'm even going to. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to call it a, a, a play. I call a flag on on Flight Simulator. Most of the people that are real serious fans of those types of games play on PC. They play on PC. These games are not designed with the console player in mind. And that's the thing that 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 has chaffed my hide about this about this showcase. The stuff that you spend all this time on presenting is stuff that your console player typically is not going to play. Yeah, I mean, makes I, no sense. I mean, we got a we got a message from uh, Will D on Discord, you know, uh, who actually has a, a comment uh, about what he saw, and he said he actually says Starfield looks amazing. Uh, Flight Sim looks fun. They listened. I'm not interested in Forza unless they make VR make it they make it VR compatible. Fable, I have hopes. Glad to see more of the new Star Wars games. So again, I think. I think people are more so are more so happy that there's something coming down the line, you know. Um, and I think that's, you know, what I mean. Hope springs eternal, you know. And and I guess that's that's happy, you know. That that that's happy for them, you know. So, Will D, I'm happy that you, you know, that you enjoyed what you saw, I, I really hope that they're able to really deliver 
on uh, on what you're on what you're wanting, you know, what you're. Well, they what delivered you're... because Will plays on PC. You damn right they delivered. That's they true. Delivered. I keep forgetting he they does delivered. play. On, he does play on PC. You are right. They delivered. So yes, a PC gamer is going to enjoy. Will probably enjoy what they showed. Because those the games that they spent the most gameplay on are games that are typically played by PC players. Yeah. But the yeah. console folks, folks like us, I didn't see a whole lot. They were like, bye. <laughs> so I All think right. we beat this to, to to death. I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're pretty much uh let us know on the Discord with the main event question uh, as far as what's your overall opinion of both and then what you want to see from Nintendo. And we'll talk about it on episode uh, 212 on there to go from there. Now, I did have a couple other news nuggets, and then we'll get on out on here. One thing that I thought was curious is that that Sonic Superstars that they showed uh, during the Summer Games Fest, uh, they are working with... Uh, the same developers that worked on Balan Wonderworld, if you believe it or not. So, mm-hmm. so we'll have to see. Uh, but you know, uh, Zest, the developer that they are working to co-develop this game on, included the original Sonic creator Naoto Yoshima. Uh, so, so that's why I guess it looks kind of almost like similar, like. Old school Sonic, but the same way has its you know new gameplay twist on there. So we'll have to see. You know, that game kind of was one of the surprises during the Sonic with the Summer Games Fest with Sonic Superstars. What do you guys think about Sonic Superstars? Are you there day one or give it? A I'm chance? interested. I don't know yeah. if I'm day one, but I'm definitely interested in it. You know, yeah. I thought it looked great, and the fact that it's a four-player game made it made it feel even better to me. You know, I'm just like, oh damn, you know, let's do this. So I was I was excited. Not excited is a, maybe an overstatement, but I, I was definitely happy to see it. And I was interested. Likely, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was. I was like, okay, this is really cool. You know. Yeah. So well, let's see. I thought it was interesting the fact that it was being done with Arzest, at least developing it. And then one thing that got kind of lopped off because we uh, in that last episode we didn't include any of the Day of the Devs talk or yeah. the um, Devolver Digital, but uh, there was a Shadows of the Dam remaster announced during, in the pre-show to the Devolver Direct on there from Grasshopper Manufacturer. So that game is getting a remaster and more information should come on the Grasshopper Direct live stream coming up on the uh, June 15th is when it's going to show. So so I guess there's more Grasshopper business, which is good because, you know, I've enjoyed the output for Grasshopper. Maybe if there's a remaster of this, maybe they'll work with Capcom and bring out God Hand or something. Who knows? So, Ooh, I can, I can only hope. Ooh. Yeah. You know, we'll have to see too, because I know there was that Lollipop Chainsaw remaster that got announced. Uh, la- you know, I think later earlier. I this never year. thought they would do that game over. I never thought that game would see the light of day ever again. Yeah, and I don't know. I know Grasshopper wasn't involved, but hopefully maybe they are involved with that. But we'll have to see. But uh, there's further stuff that's coming out. The rest of you know, tomorrow is going to have Ubisoft and Capcom. So you know, who knows? We'll have a, our next episode will be quite meaty unless maybe we throw a separate a side episode in the meantime. But uh, you know, you're definitely going to say something if I get my top and yaki. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have an emergency podcast so we can record and talk about Monster Hunter World 2 coming out. You you think I'm lying. You coming think out I'm July lying. 1st. July 1st is coming out. 
So. You think I'm lying. I am there. We are there. So, the, I'm are, like, so are the terms of the bet an announcement or a release no, this year? No, I, I said release. I said release. it was release. Okay. This year. So I, I, I doubled down on uh, it. I, I don't. I don't think you get any teppanyaki days. No. Oh, yeah, he's gonna get some. I, I, he I, buys I, me some and buys himself some. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a free teppanyaki. I'll say that. There yeah, no, no, no free teppanyaki. You're gonna have to have a cardboard sign in front of uh, Benihana. <laughs> and go and do that. If it comes out though, if it comes out. I have told you I would buy you teppanyaki ten times because I'd be excited to see uh, Monster Hunter coming times. out. So. He was like, oh, "I'll go double or nothing." And I'm like, "No, dude, it's fine. <laughs> just, you can just talk about it. It's fine." I'll take your teppanyaki. Then after we're done, then and we go go home, play some Monster Hunter World Two. Then we'll go out and we'll have some cheese toast at Sizzler over there. We'll get those I'll, take you. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you for a steak that's the size of your thumb. And you enjoy that stuff. And all you can eat salad bar. So. You're out of control, sir. <laughs> Grab the Texas and go to Grandy's and have all you can eat chicken fried steak. Grandy's? Get mm. out of here with that. And we'll drive Cinnamon up to rolls. The Washington State and go have some all you can eat skippers. How about that? So. <laughs> ah, you speak in my language. But yeah, that's Joe, it for news. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Real quick, real quick about about uh, uh, skippers. We were in... Uh, we were in... Um, we were in uh seattle and uh joe was all like oh you know there were skippers in seattle and we were like well where is it and he's like oh the closest one is like 100 miles away <laughs> and i think he was actually thinking about it he was like hmm and i was like i don't think we should do this joe he's like hmm but that was pretty funny anyway that's a long uber bill at the end mediocre fish but it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like 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 that one time des came in the fresno all hot to go to long john silver so we drove to close of long john silvers and was so bad. big old like, greasy planks and uh hush puppies like, you know why did i crave this that's like ugh, it was bad they was used bad. to be good they used to be good yeah they but i was like good. i was like no this is not good this is not good <laughs> It was at the time, but they're yeah. like the Xbox of fast food. Wow, it used to be good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Game nights every Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can join us up on our Discord voice chat and play a game with us, or just hang out. And uh, chew the fat with the folks that uh, host this podcast and the other listeners that join in. So you might be asking, well, how do I take part in this in this craziness? Well, you hit us up on Twitter at Gaming Vessel, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Go to our Twitter page, hit the link there to our Discord server, and you're in. There is no waiting period. There is no Patreon to join. There are no tier list to pay for just click the link and you can join in all the shenanigans that take place every thursday night there uh shout out to those who part who were part of our uh uh feedback for this episode big thanks to ace black and will d for their commentary on uh, what they saw at the xbox showcase 
And as I always say, without the folks that uh, interact with us on our uh, Discord and interact with us uh, in game nights, we'd just be three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So uh, kudos for y'all for for making our community uh, a nice place to hang out at. And, and uh, Goonie uh, too, right? Oh, and Goonie. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm sorry. My apologies, Goonie, for, for overlooking you there. Thank you also, Goonie, for participating in this week's episode. Um, just want to uh, just kind of uh, uh, fluff the feathers of our Discord community again. Uh, when, you, when you join, we, we usually do uh, daily news posts. Uh, we have gaming discussion, a lot of varying opinions about gaming going back and forth, but it's always respectable. None of the nonsense that you see on bigger platforms. So if you'd like to talk about gaming, but you do without the nonsense, I would highly encourage you to join our Discord server. So with that said, let's bring episode 211 to a close. We want to thank you for hanging out and rocking, rocking with us in this episode. <clears throat> so for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Lover. That's me. A.K.A. the Cat Daddy, A.K.A. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Which you might otherwise know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. I'm showing up 71, A.K.A. Digadulamite. Been that love for you, baby. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> we'll be back next time, episode 212, for your ears. Peace. Been that love. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.